Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the Nat Day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you. That's my name. Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Episode 28, High Fives Podcast. Let me start out by saying this has been the hardest episode yet, Mike. Isn't it 29? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, episode 29, fine. Is it episode? I think it is, actually. Yeah, it's episode... <laughs> now you know, I got you second-guessing. No, you know why I know? Because I was you know? screwing out of fucking iTunes. Ah, that'd be it. Why don't, why don't you tell everyone about iTunes? Yeah, I think I've complained enough about iTunes. Maybe that's why we got... <laughs> <laughs> that's why they kicked us off it's me ranting about iTunes some sort of filter that only like, allows you to say it so many times they are like who are these jerks talking about iTunes like that so we had iTunes for a moment and if you were on top of it and you subscribed to the podcast well then you can still get our podcast via iTunes if you slept on it you're now gonna have to surrender to Mixcloud and our website and and that's all there is to Cast it. Castbox too. I put it on Castbox. Yeah. Castbox, which I've never heard of, but maybe some of the podcast fans have. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't know. We'll try to sort this iTunes thing out again. It's I'm going viral. On, I'm working on the iTunes thing, but iTunes isn't liking us. No, they but, let everyone else put whatever what the fuck they want on there, but not us. Not us. It's <laughs> the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. So uh, don't sleep on these things. Is the moral of the story? Get on it. Yeah. Uh, but let me get back to uh, talking about the episode. Uh, episode 29, you say, Mike. Uh, fairly confident. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is the uh, top five EPs episode. And, man, was it hard. This is the hardest one for me that we've done yet. Yeah, it was the hardest one. But For you, too? Oh, yeah, for sure. Easily. Oh, wow. Uh, I think because... There's a billion... Yeah, and there's so many good EPs. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's we talked about it before. It's the best release of music you can do. Especially now in the digital age. Yeah. Like, it's it's the perfect release for the lack of attention span in our age. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, three to five songs? Yeah. Six songs? Yeah, I can, I can deal with that. I'll pay for that. You could sit down and listen to that. Like it'll make it. I don't know. I think it's just like the perfect size. Well, and that's the different. That's the difference too in the digital age. Is I feel like um, there's a a difference in what an EP is. Like I feel like maybe when we were younger and before the digital age, that maybe an EP was five songs. But now it seems like it's anywhere between three and six. So like there's no. Oh, you looked it up. So I looked it up because okay. this is something I struggled with it's when a I worked. Point of contention. This is something I struggled with when I worked at Megatunes. Okay. And I was like, what is an EP? Because like. Right. Well, you I, had the single, right? Yeah, which yeah. usually had a, a song on each side. Yeah. Like in the cassette days, right? And then we were at the time where 
punk bands were still putting out seven inches. So was seven inch an EP or was it a single? Depended. Yeah, depended. So this is where I never really could grasp what it actually was. So for this episode, I looked it up. And if I read. (laughs) If I read. It's more tracks than a single. Okay. And less tracks than an album. (laughs) That's what the definition was. (laughs) That's ridiculous. That's the most ambiguous definition I've ever heard. So I think it would be more tracks than two. Yes. Because a single would have an A side and a B side. Yes. And an album would be probably at least four songs a side. So at least eight. Yeah, I would say eight. Yeah. Yeah. So between between two and six, I'd say, is an EP. Between three and six. Three and six, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Proper EP. I think we had discussed this prior, like to our rules of engagement yeah. uh, regarding this episode. So anyone providing lists between three and six songs will consider an EP. Yeah. If you screw up, Nate's going to come to your house and he's going <laughs> to punch you in the gut. Unless you live in Australia, then you'll have to pay for my plane ticket to come to your house and punch you in the gut. You mean our sponsor at iTunes isn't going to do that? <laughs> no, we got to let go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on, Mike. Wasn't This is somebody from from uh, australia gave us this wanted us to do this was it dan i feel uh, like it was dan it wasn't simon it must have been dan yeah i don't know i uh, feel like it was dan because he's like finally pick something that i suggest i feel like they're just one voice yeah there's <laughs> they all sound the same down there with their weird turning water <laughs> so yeah it's it, it was a tough episode uh i actually only even uh finished my list today which is pretty rare Usually I'm uh, I'm done a good week before you, um, but no, this one this one was tough. And there are bands that only release EPs too. Yeah, uh, that I found while while sourcing this. I also made a very concerted effort. I feel like I often bring the predictable to the show, and you often bring the where did that come from to the show. Um, so I tried to bring some fresh ideas. Let's say. Oh, nice! Yeah. I went along with the same idea. I nice. was like, I'm not going to pick anything that we've generally talked about on the show. Cause like, yeah. there are some, some of the bands that I really like have put out some of my favorite stuff on their EPs. Like I like the beach Lang EPs and the gaslight anthem and the right. Menzingers and stuff like that. So I decided to pick five that I didn't think you would know about oh, or wow. that you didn't give a chance to, if I've told you about them. Cause there were ones I left for you out there. I know a lot of times when we do this show, you leave a lot for me oh. knowing I'll pick. Um, but there were a lot I left out there for you this time. We'll leave them to the people that send in lists. We'll leave them to them. Yeah. Okay. So what have you been listening to, Michael? Uh, what have I been listening to? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, why look how, not? Look how polite you are, Nate. <laughs> I had a nap before, so I'm feeling uh, you're a real feeling energized. Yeah. I'm so I'm so lucky I get to do this with you. You are lucky. You are. I, I am. Uh, what I've been listening to is the Sheer Meg album. Okay. Which is called Need to Fill Your Love. Tell me about that. They are... Have you not heard Sheer Meg before? I don't think so. Oh. Well, they're a female-fronted band that's got kind of like a cheap trick kind of sound to them. Okay. But more punk, I guess. I'd call them glammy punk, but that's not the thing. <laughs> glam rocky glam punk is the actual definition. Uh, it's like a, it's just a really good... It's not twee pop. No, it's not twee pop. Okay. Not cuddlecore. Okay. <laughs> glammy glam punk. Just so, you know, we have a firm definition on the style, the genre of music. But it's, uh, yeah, like it's very punk rock but at the same time it's got that 70s rock and roll feel cool so it's, it's really sounds catchy. like something you'd like yeah and what else have i been listening to the big nothing oh uh, yeah ep yeah which i didn't put on this list okay could have been yeah it's got members of Sprainard, and they're from philly so i'm assuming like probably other bands i know from philly right 
and it, it's just like emo pop punk stuff. I don't know. Did you listen to that one or no? Uh, I did, but I don't. Uh, I don't recall it. It didn't stick out for me. Um, but I do like sprint art a lot. Oh, I think you'd really like it then. Maybe okay. you just didn't. Uh... Sometimes you know, depending on the week, there's just like too much music. Oh, for and sure. It just kind of goes into the background, and then I go to my recently added on iTunes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm switching to Google Play. <laughs> anything but um yeah so i may just have to revisit it but uh Sprainard made uh made the shortlist for uh uh for eps oh nice from uh but they didn't make the actual list oh well so uh we talk about them enough here yeah and then the last one is kind of a cheat because uh, i didn't actually buy the album but i've been listening to basically the songs from the baby driver soundtrack oh yeah but the soundtrack's so expensive is that cheap of me to say like i just don't want to spend the money on especially i think that's fair i have a chunk of the songs already yeah so then i buy the ones that and then make your own playlist yeah they don't yeah that's sort of what i did i just made my own playlist of the songs that i had yeah good yeah i just i really like that movie we went and saw that movie together yeah it was a hot date it was an awesome movie it was a high fives uh uh what do you call those when you get together with your company and uh and like uh, a work retreat yeah yeah it was work retreat (laughs) that's it it was a team builder i spilled a lot of popcorn on myself yeah nate laughed it was like he couldn't find his mouth no it was pretty pathetic (laughs) but i really liked it that hole you put in the bottom of the popcorn though (laughs) that was for you i know (laughs) i just chose not to use it yeah uh yeah that movie that movie was really well done yeah the soundtrack is so good. Like it just, everything got stuck in my head. Like that damn song. Yeah. I never liked the damned. Yeah. And I had to go get that song. For any fan of music, it's a great movie. And the soundtrack's awesome. And just the way in which they use music as like this vehicle for the movie. Like, um, you know, just the, the way that it's edited. Like about halfway through, I started really paying attention to the fact that like the actors are like moving on the beat yeah, it of was the insane. music. Like, yeah, it was nuts. I read something that he had, uh, he did a music video before. Okay. Based on that premise. Cool. And that's where he got the idea. Like he had done it a long time ago. Yeah. And to do that for a full length movie, movie it's, is it's with big fu- actors. It was great. It was yeah. great. I, and I don't, I'm not a big like car chase action kind of movie guy. And it was just so good. So on episode 29, we turned this into a movie podcast. Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> what have you been listening to, Nate? You're right. I I think you're right. Um, what have I been listening to? So uh, first one on my list, uh, I actually compiled one this uh, this I, month. I was like, I was just gonna say, you have paper. I have paper. Uh, I've I'm that changing nap, my ways. That nap really was solid for <laughs> yeah. you, hey? It did wonders. Uh, Sam Coffee and the Iron Lungs. Uh, never heard of this group before. Uh, Self titled record, and I really like it. Yeah, I was glad you shared that with me. Yeah. I had never really... I've heard the name so much. Yeah, I've heard the name too. And I just never really gave it a chance, to be yeah. honest. I just didn't care. It didn't catch me ever. Yeah. And I'm glad you sent that to me because yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, it's got like that Clash vibe, like yeah. you were saying, um, but it's it's different too. Like no one is doing music like that, I don't think. Uh, I right To now. be honest, right now, I couldn't pigeonhole him into anything. No. So I, I don't know. It was really cool. I liked it. And yeah. It's cool as Canadian too, so. Yeah, yeah. Nice... Uh, Nice uh, little piece of eclectic variety, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other one uh, is an album that you shared with me, uh, Laureate, uh, their new album, Landmarks. Uh, is it a new album? I feel like it's yeah, a new Yeah, album. it's fairly new. I think okay. it came out maybe in end of May. So this year. Yeah, yeah. So any fan of mixtapes, uh, it's 
I mean, it's very similar. And I mean, there's obvious reasons. There's a female vocal and a male vocal who share kind of back and forth. Um, but just like the, the songwriting and structure is very mixtapes like, like it's not like a copy or anything like that, but I would say heavily influenced. Yeah, I can see that. Feels that way to me. Feels like, I feel like they're more less pop punky and more like, uh, I don't know, like Jimmy Eat Worldy, but okay. with like, but like that, but you do get that sort of feeding off each other and yeah. like, I don't know. It's great. I like And they it a lot. both got really good voices yes, too. Yes, they do. Yeah. So. Uh, and the last one I brought, uh, and I, I don't even really know how to describe this music. Uh, it's called the Homeless Gospel Choir. Have you ever heard of them or him? Yes. Kind of one know what? guy. I heard one song and I meant to pick it up. Yeah. So you actually, it's it out now? Like I saw. He's got a couple records Yeah, I knew. Out. I didn't like the older stuff, but right. I heard the single and I can't, was it on Hope? Did Hopeless put it out? Somebody put it out and I. It was on Dying Scene because he's going on tour with Dave House and the Mermaid. Okay. And, uh. And somebody else is on that tour, and there was a video, so I was like, oh, I'll check that out. And I really like that single, too. Yeah. Um, and then I went back, and uh, the new record's not out yet, but okay. uh, I picked up the record before. And it's uh, it's just, uh, it's a different kind of music. I, I really like it. It's kind of like uh, folky with like a little bit of like a U.S. bomb sound kind of infused into it, I'd say. And then like for anyone that ever saw that uh, that movie, The Devil and Daniel Johnston, or uh or know of his music it's kind of got like a little bit of a vibe of that mixed in there too i don't know it's it's different but uh but i really enjoyed listening to it uh to be honest all i really listened to is the single and i went back and tried to like go through youtube for a couple other songs i they didn't catch me but yeah. i was i meant i was like oh when that album comes out remember to buy it so thanks for reminding me yeah i totally would have forgot that's what i'm here for it's a good thing I had the nap. Would you like some popcorn? <laughs> Ignore the hole. Yeah. Take it off your lap, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, my first pick tonight is uh, this one actually comes to me via uh, Jay uh, Radke because he sent me uh, a link and said, hey, have you ever listened to this or do you have this? It's one of those ones that keeps popping up on the wiki is like, you know, becoming one of those classic records. And, uh, I mean, I did own it. I haven't listened to it in a long time. And this was a band that I, I never like, like I liked them, but it never really like dug deep for me, uh, at all. And, uh, since kind of rediscovering this EP, I started rediscovering more of their music. And, uh, I think I've just hit a point where I really like it. I started listening to more like radioactivity and uh, marked man. And, uh, like, I mean, I think Jeff Burke is just like a really, really great songwriter. Um, I think he's, uh, he's developed a lot of really cool bands and, uh, Jack uh, Dalrymple's very similar, I think, in in the way he writes music. And I mean, the guy's been in uh, a ton of different bands, like One Man Army, Swingin' Utters, uh, The Revolts, who also have a really cool EP. That was a band he that started a good... with uh, Spike Slauson and uh, Toy Guitar as well. And I think that that writing is similar to kind of Radioactivity and Marked Men. It's it's different, but it's there's a there's a similar sensibility to it. So if you haven't figured it out by now, oh, uh, the band actually. is uh, dead to me. Little Brother EP, and the song is Don't Wanna. Michael. Well, I don't want to go. No, <laughs> it's your turn. There's okay. no one else here to fill that void. Oh, yeah. Now we're just going to sit in silence. Fine. Have some popcorn. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> my turn. Uh, the band I picked is a band from Portland. Okay. 
Uh, it's fronted. I like how you're giving clues. Yeah, well, you know, it's fronted by a girl named Patsy Gelb. Okay. Who is the daughter of Hal Gelb from Giant Sand. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. I'm familiar with nothing of what you're talking about other than the fact that I've been to Portland once. No. Well, I've never been to Portland. It's a good town. I heard it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Giant Sand are kind of like one of those 90s, like early 90s, late 90s alternative bands. That, okay. That like people cite as like important, but I've never actually, to be honest, I haven't really listened to him that much. I never, that he kind of has a Leonard Cohen-y kind of sound to him. Okay. But more alternative folk kind of stuff. It wasn't my jam back then. So it's hard to go back to things sometimes like that. Yeah. Anyway, this is his daughter and it also features a member of Mean Jeans. Okay. Do you know the band? I do know the band Mean Jeans. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And the band is called Patsy's Rats. Oh, yeah, I think because I think they might be on uh, on uh, Dirt Nap Records. Are they on? Dirt they Nap? are on Dirt Nap. Okay, because maybe Jeff Burke's bands are all on that, and I was uh, on there researching today, so I'm I'm excited to hear this. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, the song I picked is off their self-titled because they don't have a full length yet. They did a, this song is actually the single which they released as a single, and then they released the EP, and it's still on the EP. So okay. I thought I'd, it counted still. Is it the first track, by any chance? Uh, it might be. Did you find, like, going through this, and maybe you weren't keeping track, that the first tracks were often the best ones? Like, it's like with an EP, you've got even less time to grab your audience, so it's like... Yeah, first track is, is an important thing, I think, on that, because you got to... I still think a first track anyway is important. So. Yeah. But yeah. But, but I feel it often like, gets overlooked. Anyways. Anyway, uh, what's where was I? Oh yeah, and I picked uh, the song is called "Rock and Roll Friend," and it's just got this like uh, it's just got a great guitar riff and her voice, and it's just awesome. It's like one of those songs that you when you hear in your car and you just want to turn it up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, apparently it's about one of their friends that died in a car accident, which kind of makes it a little bit somber, but it's still got a really cool riff, and it's it's more upbeat than you would think about it like that. So. I'm, it's probably a nice homage. I'd rather somebody write an upbeat song when I die than something sad. Yeah, you don't want to go Elliot Smith on you? No. All right. No. I'll, I'll work on my different song then. <laughs> so you got Dead to Me, Don't Wanna And? Patsy's Rats with Rock and Roll Friend. Is there anything I can say? You are. 
you know when I was doing this, I uh, <laughs> I wrote up this thing, and then I was like, I have six songs. What the fuck? So I had to make one other cut. Did you? Uh, what was that? Were you willing to share it? The one I had to cut. Yeah, I cut gloss. Ah, uh, I I did go go into gloss like as a as a possibility. I kind of made a big long playlist of all the EPs I could easily find uh i got up to r and i'm like ah that's good enough um <laughs> but, uh, fuck you v <laughs> but uh uh yeah gloss i don't know they got a lot of uh really like there was a lot of hoopla around that ep when it came out and oh, it's so good Nate. it just might be a little too aggressive for me yeah well. it might just be a little too aggressive anyway i figured you had heard them enough that you probably we didn't need to talk about it yeah Anyway. Anyway. What's your next pick? Well, let's have a look, Mike. Let me have a look what, at my what, sheet of paper. Let's go to those notes. Here we go. My next pick uh, comes from a, uh, a super group, if you will. Uh, members of Strike Anywhere, Rise Against, Set Your Goals, Love Equals Death. Uh, do you know it yet? No, I don't. Okay. I was pretty excited when I heard that this band was forming. Um Mostly because uh, I really like uh, uh, Thomas Barnett, uh, his voice from Strike Anywhere. So I was excited that he was going to be on a new project because Strike Anywhere just kind of went MIA. Yeah, um, what's up with that band? Do they? I feel like they're still together. Yeah, I feel like I've seen like them on bills and things, but I haven't heard anything. I, I think they just played like a festival recently. Well, and like their last two releases were so underhyped. Like Did they maybe play Fest. Um, I don't. I don't know. We'd have to ask Jeff. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they put out that Iron Fist EP, and then shortly after, they put out a full length that had almost the exact same artwork for the cover, and then they just went away. So I was excited to see that uh, that he had a new project coming out. Uh, and I mean, he's got a very uh, distinct voice. So I think, you know, anything he does is going to have that kind of strike anywhere sensibility. Uh, the band's called Great Collapse, and uh, they've put out uh, a full length since this EP. Um, but I really like the EP when it came out. Uh, it's called Elemental, and uh, the song is called Civic Disassociation. Oh, I'm interested to hear. I feel like you told me about this when it came out, and yeah. I don't remember it. So I did tell you about it, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know if we shared your thoughts on it or anything like that. So did the lights just go dim, or is that me blinking? <laughs> no, they went dim. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think your furnace kicked on. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you verbalized that, though. Sorry. <laughs> In case anyone cares. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested to hear because I, I do recall you telling me about it, but I don't know if you were like full on sharing music at that time. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Maybe we were and I just didn't ignore you. I was like, it's an eight pick. That sounds more than likely. It does sound like me, hey? Yeah. I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> kind of? Yeah. All right. Did you listen to 88 yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It, uh, it, if it came out in 1998, I would have been all over it. Yeah. But I just, like, I like the songs. There's nothing to complain about, but nothing just grabbed me where I was like, I got to listen to this again. I think, uh, I think it was a progression for me. Cause like I said before, I, I couldn't get into their, their stuff really like mm -hmm. at that time. So it was, it was kind of cool to get into something that they put out. I don't know, 20 years later or whatever it is. <laughs> How old are we now? It's old. We're old. old. Yeah. old. So uh, tell me your pick, Michael. My pick is a band from Kitchener, Ontario. Oh, the, the old hot kitsch kitsch. The hotbed of music that is Kitchener, Ontario. <laughs> Gitch kitsch. I've never been to Kitchener. I don't know anything about 
Uh, I feel like I've probably driven through it. I don't know any bands from there either, other than this band. Uh, I don't know any band. I, I, I don't think I'd ever be specific enough to say Kitchener. Yeah, you're from Toronto. <laughs> I feel like maybe they did a kid show at a Kitchener at one point. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. There's yeah. a lot of stuff happening in Kitchener. Kitchener's probably, yeah, we're going to get some. <laughs> we're going to get no mail from Kitchener. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right, fine. Uh, anyway, it's a band called Mockingbird Wish Me Luck. Okay. Have you heard them before? No. Oh. And this is off their 2009 EP, Goodbye Debris, which was uh, originally released by the band themselves, and then later on, it was re-released on Dynalone Records. Okay. Uh, just digitally, so. They've got a lot of acts on that that label, hey? Yeah, they're like the new big Canadian label, hey? Yeah. Like, the, they're the new, uh, like... Kids know. on the Block? No, but I'm trying to think of a Canadian label, like Mint was in the 90s, like where you like... Like the only label. Yeah. They're our sub pop right now, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big... I mean, and, and it stretches far, like in yeah. terms of the types and genres and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I think so, uh, Sam Coffey and the Iron Lungs Yeah, Lungs that's on there for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, they have quite a, they have a pretty big roster. New Flatliners yeah. is on there. I feel like maybe City and Colors on there too. They are. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but back to Mockingbird. Yeah, back to them. Uh, they sort of play that Midwest punk uh, fe- sound that like Fest Kids like and Org. Org core. Org core. So, uh, <laughs> Midwest org core. <laughs> I, I like that kind of stuff and dig it. So, uh, you're so, so specific. So should you, Nate. I think I do. Let's hear it. Yeah. The song I picked was called Orphans of the Storm. Okay. Sounds like a good one. Yeah. So, Orphans of the Storm. Yeah. I like it. You like it? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't listened yet. Don't lie to the people. True that. The Great Collapse with Civic Disassociation. And Mockingbird wish me luck with Orphans of the Storm. Tell me what's wrong 
That band sounds like a band that I thought you were going to pick for this uh, this episode. What band was that? Uh, and I don't think you did because you said you were just bringing new stuff, which typically you do anyways. Uh, I thought you were going to pick Red City Radio. They sound uh, a lot like Red City you know Radio. What? Yeah. They do sound a lot like Red City Radio. The, yeah. vo- the vocals for sure and the like the the way the, the progression of the song is. Yeah. And we talked a lot about, uh, or a lot, <laughs> maybe not a lot. We've maybe mentioned it once before. Uh, sometimes I, I, uh, that is a lot. I, <laughs> not elaborate. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Embellish. Yeah, there it is. Embellish. I knew it was an E word. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of E words though. Uh, but we talked about that, that first EP from Red City as Wait. kind of being their, their golden ticket their golden boy golden boy yeah yeah Yeah. so but you didn't pick it but you picked something close so i'm right yeah that's kind of where i was going you're always right nate yeah that's how this relationship works correct uh this next one you'll know because you actually introduced me to this band um and uh, I really like this EP. It's it's one of those ones that I uh, I come back to often. Uh, and when I, I I like the artwork for it too, so it kind of stands out and grabs at me, literally, oh. not literally, figuratively. To <laughs> um, <laughs> say, I think you might have a poltergeist. <laughs> so do you with these lights, man? I'm not going to leave you in suspense with this one. Uh, the band's called In Bear Country. Oh yes, they're great. Yeah, really good yeah. band. Uh, Canadian too. You're on an all Canadian kick, are you? No, no, dead no. to me is not Canadian. No, neither is uh, neither is Great Collapse. <laughs> I guess when you're, I picked no Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I guess you're. Uh, you, Mike's you're, just joining the podcast right now. <laughs> what you were listening to, I guess, was all Canadian. Uh, is Laureate Canadian? Yeah, they're from Montreal. Uh, the Homeless Gospel Choir. I don't they're think not Canadian. No, um, I'm just making up wild claims about Canada. <laughs> They are wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in Bear Country, uh, it's a self-titled uh, EP. I think it's their only album. Um, as far as I know, I I think it is too. Yeah. I think they put it out and that was it. It was goodbye. Yeah. I think I don't want to go. Well, I will go and make stuff up. Go. Yeah. yeah. That's what you're doing. I'm pretty, sure, your best at. I'm pretty sure one of the guys is in Living With Lions and one of the other guys is in Daggermouth. Oh, uh, Okay. Those bands all seem to blend in together too. Yeah, I saw Daggermouth coming coming here. Is that a Canadian? They're not Canadian. I think they are from Vancouver. Oh, really? Yeah, I know the name, uh, and I might know a couple songs, but they're kind of one of those older bands. No, yeah, maybe. Yes and, yeah, kind of like two thousands ish band. Oh, but, that's but, not that old. No, not like crazy old or anything. But they're like one of the guys in Daggermouth is in Living with Lions. Oh, okay. It's a, sort of that like, they are cited a lot as being important to those kind of bands that yeah. came up. So. Yeah, they are cited. Cited. Yeah. Um, the uh, the song is called uh, Heaven and Hell. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, it's uh, it's one of those those records that's uh, on the aggressive side of, uh, of the musical spectrum, but uh, I tend to like... Uh, like an EP for an aggressive band. Uh, I'm just a little bit too soft to uh, to last for eight to twelve songs. So uh, five to six is perfect for me. Uh, so check it out in Bear Country, Michael. To you, uh, the band I picked was Kitner. Kitner, not Kitchener. No, not for Kitchener. for anybody that thought we were giving another shout out to Kitchener. I only got to the K left. <laughs> <laughs> Nate made it to R. I got to K. No. Uh, Kitner. RKL. Oh. oh. 
Kittner put out an EP called Stay Sad. Yes, I feel like you've told me about this band. Yeah, it's uh, I can't. I found out about them because it's got members of uh, another band I really like called Savans. Okay. And uh, yeah, when I checked it out, it really stuck with me. It's got a, like got that indie emo rock thing going. Like kind of, they sort of remind me of the anniversary. And uh, I just really like the lyrics and the melodies and stuff like that. So got a little softer one for you to go along with your what did you call it a hard one or aggressive aggressive yeah. aggressive i picked the song called seldom sober oh okay so i like that yeah sounds like a good song yeah sounds a bit heavy <laughs> not hard but heavy it ain't heavy brother <laughs> mike's gonna put me on his back while we listen to in bear country heaven and hell and kittner stay set or seldom sober oh
You've never been camping in your life? No, my parents didn't move to this country so I could sleep on the floor. <laughs> I think it's called the ground when it's outside. Whatever. They didn't move. To, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't walk across countries so that I could not sleep on a bed. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's my number one argument. Well, I enjoyed that Kitchener song. Where are they from again? <laughs> Ontario. <laughs> Actually, Kittner's from Boston. Oh, Boston. They're from Boston. Cool. Let's go. Uh, let's move like on. Like Mark Wahlberg. Like, <laughs> and his brothers. <laughs> Donnie and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> number four. We're already at number four, Mike. We're almost um, done. Wow. Uh, so here's one that uh, I feel like I told you about. Don't know if you checked it out. That uh, sounds like me. <laughs> I went on a big piebald kick uh, for a little while because, yeah. uh, you know, I felt like, wow, I miss these guys. Now I got to catch up. I'm really digging it. So, yeah. And uh, then I heard about a band that uh, Andrew Bonner is also in uh, called Fakers. And, uh, yeah, I really dig it. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's uh, it sounds like piebald. Uh, you can kind of hear the influences within it, but uh, very kind of different sound. Um but like, kind of like, I don't know, like it's got like kind of a straight ahead rock sound, but you know, then some, uh, some aggressive vocal mixed in there as well. And I, you're liking that aggressive word. Today. I do. I do. Yeah. It's a good descriptive word. Yeah. It's um, that non-caffeinated tea I gave you. <laughs> that's what really brings it out. Yeah. Uh, the song is called 15 minutes. It's on the EP uh, sounding the alarmists, and uh, yeah, they're one of those bands that just have EPs, no uh, no full links that you I know, can find. I don't know them, and I don't think you told me about them. No, no, I feel like I did. Maybe you, not. I I feel like I generally know when you tell me about a band, and if I haven't checked this it out, this one didn't stick out. Didn't stick out even, and I would probably would have checked it out if if it was someone to someone in Piebald. I'm pretty sure I didn't tell you that. So oh. that might have been why you didn't check it well, out. You caught me. <laughs> Look how red your hands are. So red. Anyways, fakers, you should check it out. I will. Uh, this is the only. I don't really EP. have an option now, do I? Well, no. <laughs> I suppose you could plug your ears. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've only listened to this EP. They have two others that I haven't listened to yet, uh, and I don't know why. Because I really like this one. So you would think, hey, you like something? There's more of it. It's like, hey, you had that piece of chocolate cake. Did you like it? I did. I think well, that's my problem. An entire cake <laughs> that you could eat more of. But I've chosen not to. I've chosen not to at this point. I respect that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Where you're getting the metaphor though, right? You're not just respecting me not eating more cake. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just I was just I liked your self control with the cake. <laughs> with the music, you're kind of just being a jerk because I'm putting out good songs and you're probably missing out. Probably. Yeah, probably. probably. I can only guess. <laughs> Anyways, to you. <laughs> Where do I go from here? <laughs> I got this band about cake. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually called Cake. Ugh, that's a band I hate. Yeah, I could. I, I didn't understand that world. I had a friend that really liked them. I oh, won't really? name him. <laughs> Who was it? I'm not, not going to say. <laughs> We'd be wrong to name names. <laughs> You're too nice of a friend. Yeah, and it was, uh, I just, car rides with that person when Cake was playing was not fun. <laughs> so if you're listening, your Cake listening days ruined <laughs> some car rides for me. Some commutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember all of my commutes. 
<laughs> since the beginning of my commuting. I'm glad you picked me up and drove me somewhere. <laughs> Your music taste sucked. You almost made me take the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Now. <laughs> pick number four. Pick number four for me is a band called Oklahoma Car Crash. Oh, I feel like I've maybe heard of this band before. I think How it, would I have heard this I band? I think I've brought them up before a couple times. Okay. And I don't think anybody's checked them out. Okay. I think I've been like, Fair you should enough. check this band out. And no one really checked them out. Um, it's one of those ones that I found on, actually on a punk news review. Okay. Um, so I don't even know if they're still around. I did some, I did try to do some research and they, it looked like after this EP, they put out a demo on Bandcamp for an, uh, what was, uh, what I assume would be a new album, but yeah. I don't ever, I couldn't find a new album from them. I find it hard with band names like that, like where you put it in, even if you oh, put yeah, got, band in the search and then you get a million headlines about different car crashes yeah. in Oklahoma and you're Which like, is wow, exactly, this is not what I'm looking for. Exactly what happened to me. So yeah. I was like, I don't know. I gave up pretty quick. Especially so. if they don't have like a Wikipedia page or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like if they're not big enough to like. Yeah. Uh, your fringe music, Mike. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they kind of have a pop punk emo sound in the vein of like modern baseball or like early weaker things. Okay. Um, and apparently it started as a one person folk punk band, but kind of morphed into a full band. And a one person folk punk band. Yes. That was the, <laughs> that was what I read. Uh, this is what happens when you do research. It's like just, a one person group. No. A band? No. Uh, okay, I guess. Okay. Can you, are you not called a band? If act, you're just, maybe. Act? Okay, a folk punk act. Sorry, Nate. That's okay. I'm just, you know. I want to play by the rules. Our listeners are smarter than that, Mike. It's true. <laughs> but am I smarter than that? No. No. It's That's very why clear. I'm here. Yes, thanks. Yeah. <sighs> Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Get through it. Get through it. We're almost done. We're almost done. This has been, you've been kind of mean to me this whole you episode. Think? Yeah. I, I it's might just cry. a bit of role reversal. It is a little bit of role reversal. Yeah. You're showing me up. I'm just trying to freshen things up. Yeah. Fresh and clean. Awesome. Scrub, scrub. <laughs> <laughs> you do kind of look like Mr. Clean. Yeah. Yeah, now who's mean? Huh? Huh? I'm okay with that. Mr. Right. Clean's cool looking guy. Yeah, he's pretty handsome. <laughs> I'm sure there's Mr. Clean fan fiction porn. <laughs> it's like saying, dude, you look like Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Not you. I didn't think so. <laughs> Uh, what was it? Where was I? Uh, pick number four. Yeah, Oklahoma car crash. You were band. about to talk about uh, their band. How, how was one guy in a band? Yeah, it was a folk punk act. <laughs> but for the album, he got a band to go with him, and you can sort of kind of catch the folk punk to it, which is where I think you get the modern. Where I was comparing him to modern baseball. Okay. So anyway, I think you'll really like it. And the track I picked was called "Bad for Anyone." Off their 2014 EP. So, do they tour as a band, or is it yeah, just as him far as I can or? tell, it, they toured as a band okay. after that. And so. does he have like any solo records out, or he might? But uh, all I could find out where car crashes in Oklahoma. <laughs> and I bet there's a lot. There was right. There's like, a lot more than you'd want to know about, about how many car crashes are in a city of a million and a, and change people. There's probably probably ten a day on like a good day. Oh, probably. So. Feel like Oklahoma's probably bigger than that. Yeah, I don't know. Making making assumptions. They got a basketball team. Following your lead. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, it's going to be Fakers with 15 minutes and Oklahoma car crash with bad for anyone. 
Sometimes I've got to convince myself to just not give a fuck And this could be bad for anyone And this could be bad for anyone And this could be bad for anyone But right now it's just what I the end of the show mike already yeah number yeah. uh number five number five mike's made some changes to the website i have do you want to talk to the people about the changes you've made uh sure yeah why not what have i done on the website uh i played around with it a little bit we've got a lot more tabs on there now i've noticed yes we do we yeah. got to now when you when you go to our website you'll be able to find out links to the stuff we were actually listening to ah and if it's you nice. if you like what I listen to, you can go to mine. If you like what Nate's listening to, you can go to his. You can separate and and rank us if that's your thing. It's much more interactive. Yes, it is. I'd say I even have a link to Joel's reply cast. Yeah. So, and some links to some of our other sites that we like, like uh, the Sour Grape Zine. We've like. really curated one hell of a website for you. That's actually mostly pre- Mike. It's pretty average. <laughs> 
it would have been really good in like the early 2000s. Oh, I would have been a fucking star. Yeah. But now it's just kind of average. But yeah. whatever, working on it. And I did find a someone after our last episode did get in touch with us that was a drawer type and said that oh she a drawer <laughs> drawer type who said she would be willing to try to work on some some logo stuff for us if we were to make her some mixtapes or something so wow we'll see what, we'll see if that comes to fruition that's cool did you have to give any high fives no wow no high fives it sounds like a pretty good deal we did favorite the tweet so okay <laughs> as in you favorited it yeah well, okay probably. There's some other notes I had here. Yeah, let's uh, let's, uh, let's check your notes. Can I read my writing here? I doubt it. Oh, I was going to talk about the iTunes thing, but we've we've discussed that. Yeah, that's enough. So hopefully we'll get that figured out. But uh, we were having issues there. But like I said, we're still on the regular things: Mixcloud, Mediafire, Castbox. Um, hopefully the iTunes. If you subscribed, if not, if somebody has a solution, please get in touch with us. Yeah. Um. And I just wanted to say thanks to everyone for listening, contributing, and supporting us, and for some nice emails and the lists we get. We do enjoy it. And you know what, Nate? I wanted to say thanks to you for all the hard work you put thanks into to editing. Well, you put a lot of work into the editing and all that stuff, and I don't know if everybody appreciates how much editing you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. So I wanted to say thank you to you. You're making me feel all warm and fuzzy. That's the that's the sort of thing I do. Yeah. Yeah. Without a bag of popcorn, even. Yeah. That popcorn is done. Well, thanks, Mike. Left. It's a pleasure. It's oh. always a pleasure. If always means never. <laughs> Is that a band name? Uh, that was the title of a Jewel album that, ah. we, that we put out. <laughs> didn't... Clearly not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number five. Yeah, Here we let's, go. Let's hear your last song. This is a band um, that I don't think gets enough uh, high fives on. Uh, Anywhere? Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like people like them, but... I feel like they should. There should be a little more reverence for them. Uh, it's another Fat Records band, and I do have to give a little bit of a shout out to Fat uh, in the fact that maybe I don't follow enough record companies. Like I know a lot of guys are, you know, big into record companies. You hear like a, a band, oh well, who else is on that label? Like I've never been really one of what, those guys. Why are you giving me the stink eye? Because I. <laughs> You might be one of those guys. I'm totally one of those but guys. I, I just, it's too, that's too deep. I can't go that deep. Um, and so I, I we'll never make, it. we'll never make it. As a I couple. respect it. No, <laughs> clearly not. Um, but I feel like, you know, for all the flack that fat gets now, you know, for just being, you know, quote unquote, too cool. Um, I feel like they really put a lot of effort out there for the fans of their music. You know, like they put out a ton of EPs. They put out a lot of, you know, different vinyl for those collectors. And like, I just feel like there's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot out there for, for the people that really, that are into their music. So um, this was another fat EP. Uh, the band's called uh, Numb More Black. Oh yeah. Uh, which is one of my, one of my favorite bands from fat. Um, but do you agree? Like they just kind of, I don't know. They're, they're like, just like none more black. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like none more black was like a second wave of fat bands that maybe at the time I didn't care. This is me personally. Like yeah. I didn't maybe put as much effort into liking that. Cause I may, might've even gone to that snobby point. I'm like, Oh, it's fat. I don't really want to listen to anything on fat. 
which is stupid because they like I, I do agree they do put out a lot of music and I, I think they get a bad rep for no reason because people have this idea that they set sa- everything sounds the same but and it I hasn't think at sa- one point it hasn't sounded the same since like 2000 there's they've got so many different bands and yeah they like when you get a leg wagon album you know it's a leg wagon album sure. and you know it's on fat or with no use or like well not even strung out strung out doesn't even count on that anymore or no. I don't even know if Good Riddance would count with that, but I think the big part of that that same sound came from the fact that Ryan Green was doing all the records, right? So yeah. when you've got one engineer producer doing every single record for your label, well, yeah, there's going to be a big similarity, even if they don't sound the same, right? Exactly. But No More Black, they had like a really different sound, yeah, to them, um, and maybe that's what stood out to me, and that's why I've always kind of liked them. I like everything they've ever put out. Um, they're uh, their wiki page says that they're still together, but I don't think they've put anything out in a while. So their EP is called uh, Loud and Loathing. And uh, the song I chose is called Oh, There's Legwork. And uh, <laughs> something I didn't realize. Just like you did with this podcast. There's legwork on this one. Yeah. Something I didn't realize uh, is a lot of their song titles are actually Seinfeld references. Oh, really? Yeah. So... I feel like I need, after this, I'm going to have to go back and listen to a lot more None More Black. I'm going to have to go check out these song titles and figure out, uh, you know, see if I can I can figure out which ones are from are from Seinfeld episodes. And uh, another little fun fact about None More Black, uh, their name comes from Spinal Tap. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I think it maybe it's a Spinal Tap uh, record that they had. Maybe. You know what? Like one of their albums. For all my love. Movie. For all my love of metal and comedy and I've only seen Spinal Tap twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that that does surprise me. It does, it's weird. It'd feel like that'd be something I'd like watch on a regular basis. Like right? once a week? Yeah. Like you'd be spouting off lines right now. Probably. Yeah. But you're not. No. It's a good movie. It is. It's, it's no funny. Encino Man. No. <laughs> no, there is only one Encino Man. <laughs> That's my bar. <laughs> it's a low bar. California Caveman. <laughs> So to you, Mike, for your last pick. My last pick. Okay, this is a little bit of a gamble because I'm not sure if... Uh, well, you are the gambler. That's how we refer to you. <laughs> yeah, I scream big chance. You scream more Kenny Rogers. Yeah. I, mean, I, got, I know when to fold them. <laughs> and Don't, I know when to hold them. <laughs> you certainly do. Anyways. Anyway. Number five. Number five. I'm, it's not an island in the stream. Uh, the band I pick is a band called... Youth Pictures of Florence Henderson. Wow. Which is a really what a long... weird band name. It is. That was the mom from the Brady Bunch, right? It was. Yeah. R.I.P. She died, yeah? Yeah. She yeah. just died not long ago, I think. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a lot of people say R.I.P. Florence Henderson. Most people say rip. <laughs> R.I.P. That took me a minute. I'm like, what's... Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was youth pictures of Florence Henderson. Yeah. So there sounds are, like a fallout boy song title. <laughs> totally. <laughs> They're a, a Norwegian emo post-rock band. Whoa. Do that again. A Norwegian emo post-rock band. Okay. Off uh, on count your lucky stars. Okay. Which is a record label. Okay. Which you should check out. Okay. Uh, and they have kind of like a almost American football kind of sound. Oh, cool. But maybe like more instrumental, like there's more instrument instrumental parts involved. Okay, like, um, kind of like explosions in the sky, sort of thing. 
but uh, they do have vocals. Um, and originally, I didn't like the vocals, to be honest. I was like, I just don't get this. But then I started catching myself, like especially with this song, I started catching myself humming it and singing it like way after I listened to the song, which is usually a good sign. Yeah, usually. So, yeah. <laughs> or I'm nuts. <laughs> I think the latter. One or, one or the other. Vocal can make or break, though. Yeah. Um, so, and it's a, uh, this album is actually free on Bandcamp if anybody cares. So you can go to Bandcamp and download it for free. Maybe uh, you could put a link up. I could. <laughs> Might be too much. I told you it was an average website. Fair enough. Not above average. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the song is called All I Remember is Punk Rock. Kind of a lackluster song title to such a elaborate band name. <laughs> Maybe that's the... Sorry, I'll just start calling them Y-P-O-F-H. <laughs> no, that's too much. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm making fun yeah, of. Yeah, I know what you're making fun of. I, I actually, like, uh, I tagged, uh, hashtagged them on a on an Instagram post once, and Epitaph actually reached back at me, and they were like, hey, thanks for spelling that name out. <laughs> the band that we're talking about is <laughs> The World is a Beautiful Place, and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die. And uh, actually, that these guys do kind of sound like that a little oh, bit cool. too, but it's a little, it's more '90s, late '90s sound to it. They've got a new record coming out yeah, too. I'm excited for it. I'm pumped for that as well. Anything else you want to talk about before we uh, take off? There's right nothing I want to say. There's nothing. No, I just want to say good night. I want to say thank you, Mike. I want to say for thank making you. this dream a reality for me. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Appreciate it. Share the podcast and uh, keep, get in touch with us and. Have fun. Here we go. Number more black with, oh, and you, there's legwork. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you there. I ruined a perfectly good moment there. You did. I, I apologize. Why don't you stop ruining it and just say your last pick? Youth pictures of Florence <laughs> Henderson with all I remember is punk rock. Good night. <laughs>
So you know how everyone's talking about Ozark right now? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so I threw it on. Yeah. And you know who the... Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. And so in the first episode, I'm about to blow your mind. So stand by. No, it's better than that. (laughs) Okay. So he's on the phone with the bank and he's trying to make this huge withdrawal. And the bank manager is Bert from the Hogan family. No, (laughs) that is way better. And I feel like only you would be into that. I'm like, is that Bert? Is that Bert? (laughs) It is. I love the Hogan family. (laughs) 